It is time to say hi to Steve Vines. Oh, you were going to say that to me as soon as I came in. Watch. That's right. Good to see you, Steve. What's cooking? Well, a lot. I mean, I don't know. You're probably as excited as I am. Over the moon. You're over the moon. You're, you're, you're yelping and yelping and what's sitting on over the new Hong Kong slogan. Do you know what it is? Go on. I don't know whether the listener knows what it is. So this is what us, the taxpayers... Uh, also known as suckers, have had to pay for in various international newspapers by the good graces of the Hong Kong government. So the new slogan is Hong Kong on. It's nice of them to do one in pigeon. Well, <laughs> isn't it? So you, you can imagine your average, your average reader in Wagadougou um, opening their newspaper and going, oh, my God, that's, that's interesting. Hong Kong on. Um... Um, do you know? Uh, do you know what they, they have literally? Uh, just, just because we've got to be serious. This is a very <laughs> serious <do>. program. <laughs> they have literally taken out full-page adverts in you know papers like New York Times, Wall Street Journal, The Australian, it's a colonial paper. In case you wondered, um, etc. And this is what they've filled up in a whole page, and and apparently Hong Kong is on. Did you know that? On fire. <laughs> <laughs> on fire, on drugs, on speed. I don't know what it so, is. Apparently, apparently, if you read the small print, because I'm a very diligent person, I read the small print, um, Hong Kong uh, will, will apparently... What is it that Hong Kong's going to do? I've got to read my notes here. It says Hong Kong will... Um, <laughs> oh, dear, it's so exciting. We'll soldier on. Oh, nice military we reference. We will soldier well on. Done. Yes. Well done. So, so uh, this presumably is the genius of. I wonder who it's the genius of because they they put out a big tender. If you remember, a little while back, a few months ago. Is it part of this? Well, I don't know. That's the point. What happened was they put out a big tender for international PR and advertising agencies to to you know promote Hong Kong in these troubled times. And all these big companies looked at it and go, oh, I'm so busy, I've got, got, got to do my hair, I've got all sorts of really pressing things to do. And so nobody, but nobody responded to this tender. So the government bravely said, oh, well, yes, um, you know, yesterday. And so I, I assume this is, this is a product of the internal genius of the Hong Kong civil service. I rest my case. I'm doing a scribble as you're talking to me here now. Do you want to know what I just scribbled? Go on. Do you know what an anagram of this is? Gone Hong Kong. Gone Hong Kong. Gone Hong Kong. There's well, your anagram. I mean, you know, it, it, it's absolutely Back astonishing. Back of the net. Back of the net. It is absolutely astonishing that while they launched this ur uh, campaign, uh, incidentally, you and me are paying for this because it comes out of the taxpayers' dollar. Um, every time you hear a leader of Hong Kong, be it, the CNO, the chief executive in name only, or one of the other waxworks, what do you hear them say? Violence! Chaos! Violence! Chaos! Now, they obviously think these are these are slogans that will encourage people to visit Hong Kong, because uh, I, I again refer to the good citizens of Wagadougou, and they'll be listening to the radio, and they're going, oh, have a bit of that, go to Hong Kong, because there's violence! Chaos! <laughs> I've got to get over there and see some of that. So, I mean, you know, if you really are worried about what's going on in Hong Kong, maybe it would be a good idea not to portray this place as being absolutely immersed again, in violence, chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing, of course, is that the main dip in visitor arrivals has been from the mainland. And 
one thing that the government is very, very careful not to mention in this respect, because they say, oh, mainland people are put off from coming from Hong Kong. What they don't mention, but is a crucial fact, is that the mainland government has stopped issuing permits it does for stand people to, reason, to come here. Actually, Well, it does stand to reason, but is, I mean, can you imagine one of the waxworks actually having the... Having the um, uh, what's guts, the word? Believe, guts, maybe yeah, the yeah, word yeah. you're looking that's, for. That's the word you're looking for. To say for, to one of their mainland officials, you know, we've really got a problem here. Would you mind issuing a few more permits for people to come here? Remember, it, the, the, the People's Republic of China is not the happy, clappy pace that many people think it is. You need a permit to go in and out. You need a permit for this, a permit for that. It, it's a society run by permits. <laughs> so if no permits are, are being issued for people to come to Hong Kong. I'm trying to work this out. What would be the consequence of that? Oh, and that's they, right. They won't, they won't come. They won't come. Yeah. Geniuses and experts have worked that out. Mm -hmm. So none of the waxworks, of course, will ever mention this, that this is the main reason why people aren't coming, is because they can't. And, you know, it's this whole thing of, is, there, is anything going to happen to ever make them stand up for Hong Kong? I mean, it's absolutely or, or astonishing. Or write a slogan that makes grammatical well, sense. <laughs> grammatical, even. I mean, I, I know it's inspirational to say Hong Kong on. I mean, there's no... no it's Klingon. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's just nonsense. It but truly I, doesn't. Do you know what I think happened? And I'm fairly sure this was uh, written by, a, by a, a, a gaggle. I believe that's the collective now yeah. of bureaucrats. Is they came up with various slogans and there's somebody sitting in the back room going, oh no, that might be misinterpreted. Oh no, that might... Oh, well, 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 and well, then well, someone well. comes up with Hong Kong on and says, well, that's good. That will offend no one. It's completely meaningless. And they're going, oh, very good, very good. Meaningless, meaningless. We like meaningless. Oh, we're, 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 we're specialists in meaningless. Well, why, do you, why, why, drag foreign, why drag overseas people into this whole thing? Because, I mean, this does allude to the politics here. There's no two ways yes. about it. Not a happy I one. Think, I, think right it's, a happy I, think, slogan. I think it's to encourage these dark foreign forces to meddle in the internal affairs of the Hong Kong SAR. I think that's what what we're talking about here. I mean, if you're a tourist, what yes. have you been telling your tourists? Uh, do you know a, what a I've been telling Do you know what I've been telling people? Come on people? over, it's cool. Come I'm over, saying you know? to people, hey, you can get a hotel room here at bargain, exactly. bargain rates. The weather's, well, it's not that nice today, but the weather's been really nice here in the past few few weeks. And just don't go some and, places. And, um, you know, there's reductions here, there and anywhere. Um, if you if you want to take part in in what certain people call the riots, you know, but that, that's up to you. But, but basically, most of Hong Kong is totally unaffected by this. That would be a message. Well, that I could, mean, how do you say well, that without that's, alluding that's to the, the whole thing? Point. That's the whole point. <laughs> so instead, why not just say nothing? Hong Kong on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's all good. And I, I, I'm so pleased as a taxpayer that I'm contributing towards this. In fact, you know, if they ask me, I'll, I'll put in a bit extra because I love the slogan. Great work, boys. But, but, but seriously, what would you want to do if, you know, t times, aren't the times aren't the greatest here, but you want people to come and enjoy the place? Because, you know, it essentially is still a very cool, fun, friendly I'd get it fixed. Place. That's what I would do if, if, if I wasn't, I mean, obviously this is all nonsense, but if, if I wasn't, I mean, I'm not a waxwork. Not yet, anyway. If I was in the government, I'd say, you know what? Let's just fix the problem. Let's do that. Advertising is never a fix. Advertising is a gloss. And, you know, you could do as much advertising as you like, but fix the problem. You know, get on with it, move on. But, you know, we, we know exactly what's going to happen in terms of responding to popular sentiment. Oh, that's right, nothing. So, but talking of nothing... And this isn't really nothing. <laughs> Please do. <clears throat> the, 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 um, the two latest expulsions from LegCo 
of um, the legislators who stood in the by-election, which has now been ruled to have been mistakenly held because the, the, this was a by-election arising, if you remember, from other chucking out. This is from time leg- travel we're talking yes, here. We're, we're talking. So you remember initially six legislators were expelled from LegCo for <clears throat> taking the oath improperly. Right. That happened. And then they had by-elections. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and then there was a slew of disqualifications, including of Agnes Chaum and, and Ventus Lau. In these elections, Gary Fan and Arnott Him won. Right. But as a result, I'm sorry, this is all getting very convoluted, but bear with me. No, it really <laughs> is convoluted. I mean, go for it. Yeah. Unravel this for Sorry us. about this. So as a result of a high court ruling this week, which has declared the election to be invalid, those two legislators, Gary Fan and Arnott Him, are now kicked out of LegCo. Now, that brings the number of people... And incidentally, no one says there was any fault on their behalf. This is all because of the election officer, who is, uh, who is a civil servant, but they act as election officers during elections, in case anybody didn't know that, um, because the election officer didn't give both um, Agnes Chow and Venteslau an opportunity to explain why their ruling of their political unsuitability to stand in the election was faulty. So the judge said, well, therefore, the whole election is invalid. They've got to go. So we now have, of a total of um, Democrats who were elected in 2016, which is a total of 29, eight have gone. That's, by my my calculation, something like 30% of the elected Democratic camp have been kicked out of LegCo. That is a staggering number. Hmm. I mean, even even in the days when uh, and this was a very notorious thing that happened in in the fascist parliaments in in Italy after Mussolini came to power, when there was still in the first uh, lingering parliament that still exists there, there were still socialists and communist representatives. They they were all kicked out on technicalities. I mean, this is going back to those sort of days. Where, where elected representatives are kicked out on technicalities. Right. Now, what's astonishing about this is that the members of, of course, we don't have a pro-government camp anymore, so the pro-China camp are going, oh, well, that's good, let's not have another by-election. Hey, because you know what happens in Hong Kong nowadays, if you have an election, we always lose it. So they've come up with a fantastic solution of not, let's not have another by-election in case we lose it. Well, it's, there's no in case about it. You will lose it. I think the most likely thing that will happen is, of course, is that the government will agree with them. There won't be a by-election. So we're going to wait until the next round of total uh, ledge co-elections, which is next year. And uh, I'm not Mystic Mig, but Mystic Mig. Mystic Mig, sorry. It's, too, it's, the, it's the change in the weather. It's affecting me. Um, <laughs> Mystic Mig. Um, I think what will... Just <laughs> Yeah, or any, or any of the above. Other brands yeah, are available. Um, so I don't actually know what will happen, but my very firm prediction is that the Democrats are highly likely to do as well as they did in the district council elections. And what I love about this is all the weasels who you'd expect to be doing this are now writing columns going, I told you, I told you, Hong Kongers can't be trusted to, 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 to vote in elections because they always vote the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, I, I have literally read columns saying this, you know, proof if ever there was needed of the danger of elections is what happened during the district council elections, which is Hong Kongers won't vote for who they're told to vote for. It's yeah. outrageous.
bunch of slap, slap yourselves on the wrist, <laughs> all of you. Well, I mean, it, it, the takeaway here is there's, there are some scores to be settled after DC elections. There are, there are, and in in Legco itself, where you, which is now presided over by the most partisan chairman that the chamber's ever had, in the shape of Andrew Leung, where you know basically as soon as anybody from the opposition stands up. He rules them out of order. I'm slightly exaggerating. He doesn't quite do that. But when when shove comes to push or the other way round, uh, Andrew Leung is a predictable chairman of proceedings. So all in all, it's a very embarrassing situation right now because, you know, for the first time in a you, long you're, time... You're assuming embarrassment is, is no, within the, the capability. The, the DC election was, was very obvious. It was a bit embarrassing, wasn't it? But, you know, but the people are wrong. Let's be absolutely clear about this. The people are completely useless. Go three and Doctor Doctor still in with Steve Vines. Go on. We have an electronic mail here. Do we? It's from Alan. He on, says Alan. the Hong Kong on ad rivals Dakota's anti-drug campaign for a mystifying and weirdly suggestive slogan. So an advocate. Uh, this is the Dakota one. Their advertising campaign, which was to address. Um, uh, methamphetamines um, use thereof has drawn attention for its bizarre catchphrase meth we're on it i mean yeah that's that's actually <laughs> that's great true that's great and um you know it's, and we're on it hong kong great slogan well done boys i don't think you're going to get anything better than that in the next decade or so no, that, yeah. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> we could go on. That's a pub Mo- game, moving isn't it? On. Inventing moving a on. new one and all that sort of stuff. So, shall we move on to Macau, which is celebrating the 20th glorious year of reunification? Tomorrow? Um, I think so. I mean, Mr. Xi is there yep. already. Yep. And the Sino is there. I mean, she's... Uh, she Actually, she made a brief visit to Hong Kong this week. Did, oh. did anybody know that? She does come to Hong Kong, in case anybody is in any doubt. I think she was here for a whole day this week, Blimey. which was quite impressive. Yep. She's, she's, she likes Hong Kong, she says. She's then been off to here Fernando's. Before. And then she's, <laughs> then, then she's off to, you know, um, Armpit X in the motherland for her next trip out. But anyway, um, so they're celebrating the 20th anniversary, and it's amazing. I mean, first of all, uh, many, many people are banned from going there, uh, including members of the media. And we all know what the media's like. They're awful people. But mind you, these were people who were actually invited by the Macau government to cover these events. Yes. Well, then get to the border, and these well, rather overzealous sub- policemen go... Hello, hello, hello. This is a journalist. Well, 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 from Hong Kong. From Hong Kong, that's exactly. Quite, that's quite important. So what's basically happening in, in Macau in these few days is every two minutes you hear perfect example of implementation of one country, two systems. And the clear message is unlike another place, not far away, which is a perfectly bad example of one country, two systems. What is it? Boy. What is it that they like about Hong Kong? Why is it, uh, sorry, about Macau? Why is it so perfect? Could it be that it has an industry which consists more or less entirely of gambling, prostitution and money laundering? I, I didn't quite hear it explained in those terms, but Incidentally, that's a factual fact. That's exactly what industry you may not be incorrect. <laughs> um, predominates in the Macau SAR, or is it maybe the absolute slavish 
um, a lack of, um, what is it, slavish adulation which is offered to President Xi Jinping? Is it the fact that you have very little dissent in Macau? Is it the fact that now the majority of people in Macau, in fact, come from the mainland? Is it the fact that, that the people who run the Macau government, as we have now seen, are indeed um, hand-picked by, by um, uh, certain comrades in the mainland. I mean, you know, it's a tiny little place, Macau. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, revealing anything that isn't known by mentioning this. And it is under total control. The fact that, that the majority of people are from the mainland, you could say, oh, that's the s situation in Hong Kong. The difference in Hong Kong, of course, is that you now have a new generation that were born, born here and regard themselves as Hong Kongers, whereas there's so many recent arrivals in Macau that they're still regarding themselves, I presume, as mainlanders. You don't have that same sense of identity in Macau that you do have here. And you do have very, very heavy compliance. You know, a sneeze from Beijing is interpreted as <laughs> over there. So, you know, I mean... If that is what they believe to be the perfect implementation of one country, two systems, it sends a shiver down the spine. No independent media there, certainly um, very limited freedom of speech, very limited um, freedom of expression in, 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 all, in all spheres. And this, this kind of almost frenetic banning of people, it's not just incidentally, I mean, obviously it's been stepped up for these celebrations, but, you know, the, the, Macau is, is, is very frisky at stopping people crossing into the border from Hong Kong because of the fears of <clears throat> contamination. So, you know, is, is that the future for us? I very much hope not. That contamination thing's interesting. I was over there at the Grand Prix time and... That was a politically, political the, event, wasn't it? Well, the thing is, you see, the place was crawling with policemen. The bloke I was working with said, the, I said, are there more here than usually? He said, absolutely. And, and, and the word had sort of got across that whatever was happening in Macau, and this was November early, so it was right in the thick of things, it will spill over into Macau. Now, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever for the Hong Kong stuff, which is very focused... Uh, with people with specific agendas, why on earth would it? Why? Why and don't flatter yourself, love, sort of thing. Yeah. Why would it spill over into Macau? But anyway, that was the word that that was the word. That well, I mean, out. they are, as I say, they are, uh, uh, you, you know, more Catholic than the Pope, that sort of thing. I mean, they they are forever wanting to prove to the bosses that they're, you know, they're a hundred hundred and one percent loyalist, and I think this business of of worrying about contamination exposes the fundamental insecurity of Macau. I mean, you know, during these two days of um, <coughs> celebrations, they've shut down the mass transit system. I mean, a self-confident country, which is celebrating an important um, national anniversary, doesn't shut down the transport system because they're afraid that, that people may use it or somebody may sit on it and go, or uh, 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 something Macau, which isn't a, according to the party line. I mean, this denotes a level underneath the surface of everybody's very happy with, with reunification, all's going swimmingly. It Un it indicates an incredible nervousness and insecurity about what may or may not be happening below the surface. Mm. Incidentally, I have no idea what... I don't know much about Macau. I don't know what's happening below the surface of Macau. Good point. But they they obviously do, and they obviously think, you know, whoa, whoa, 
lift the lid off and goodness only knows what's going to happen here. So let's talk about the bridge. That fellow got lifted. Apparently he committed some crime in 2012, whatever, although we have heard that kind of thing before. Yes. I uh, mean, I've also heard of other people um, just travelling there and, you know, checks, etc., stopping Chinese customs. Nothing, nothing bad, not being taken in, but um, that island thing in the middle. Now, the bridge, the business on that bridge is just going to go... Well, I mean, let, let, let's remember that the bridge to nowhere has still got nothing like, I mean, nothing like the amount of traffic that that's what it is, bus service. Nothing like the amount of traffic that would justify spending squillions upon squillions of dollars on it. Um, the, the, the great um, gateway to the trade in Zhuhai has turned out to be a lorry a day or something like that. So then we come to this business. So the, the, the island you're talking about is the island where there's a customs post. and a mainland. Uh, a main, just, yes. Yeah. And you're, you, you get off your bus because, as you say, practically everybody who goes there is now in a bus. Practically but you normally don't, Steve. You just whiz across and that's that. This is the thing in the middle. And that's what I'm saying. People, people are now going to the bus ride. I've done it loads of times. But, I, I mean, I'm going to say thought. Of, do you not? I mean, I've, nope. I've not done it. You, it's you, so it's, easy. It's, but how do you, at what point do you go to customs? There is on, a, oh, at the other end, if you go into Macau or Juhai. But there is this facility that's kind of in the middle-ish. And it's like an island. And what's and, that for, then? If uh, well, I think we've found out. Well, we've no, now but, found but, out. But, but the point is, it goes underneath there. It's just, a, it's an island. It's a thing in the middle. Mm. And usually, you go from Hong Kong port to Macau port, and, and off you get, and, and then off you, you go. pop your identity yeah, no, card this into is, the machine. This is the first time this well, has happened. Well, so, I mean, what's interesting about this is the response yet again of the Hong Kong authorities. If anybody remembers, there's somebody called the Secretary of Security, he's called John Lee. <laughs> if ever there was a waxwork, that man fills that uh, particular category. Who, who says, the lesson of this is people should understand that once they're outside the Hong Kong jurisdiction, they're outside the Hong Kong jurisdiction. <laughs> and, but, I mean, even that very statement is a worrying one because in most civilised places on Earth, the government looks after their citizens wherever they are. Well, indeed. You know, uh, I... I I'm still a British citizen. If I get into deep doo-doo in some place, my first thought would be, oh, I'd better contact the embassy, see if they could give me a hand. What he's saying to Hong Kong people is, if you get into any difficulties, particularly with the comrades, uh, you're on your own. I mean, that isn't a... St I mean, I, I'm sure he didn't mean to say it quite so bluntly. But that is exactly what he said. So this thing's kind of been set up. I mean, the facility is there, as I said. It's the one with all those nodule concrete things yes. around it. Anyway. It's so a sort I'm of base for the bridge as I'm well, just, obviously. I'm just referring to our news from yesterday. So the first paragraph of the story about this says, Secretary for Security, Wednesday dismissed suggestion that the government should have informed people about a temporary checkpoint set up on the bridge to Macau, saying any such announcement would have had to come from the mainland. Now, it's there. Uh, yeah. There was no warning that it was there. This yeah. is not normal procedure. And the headline here basically says it wasn't our place to warn about bridge security. Government. He, yeah, but he then there goes. Was, you know, he then goes on to say this. He goes on to say this whole business about uh, you're on your own. You're in a different jurisdiction. Don't expect us to help you. I mean, you know, one country, two systems. I'm sorry to be boring. Is supposed to mean that the two systems looks after people within the two systems and we're part of that in Hong Kong. You know when you get on perhaps a train and it says uh, due to inclement weather <laughs> your train journey may take a bit longer. That yes. kind of announcement. I think perhaps that's what people meant. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, let's see. Uh, meanwhile, I mean, we, we, we haven't mentioned yet, but maybe we should, the, the other historic event of the week, which was the visit of Carrie Lam to Beijing. And she comes back yet again. And Carrie, really, if I were you, I wouldn't do this. But anyway, she did. She came back again. She said, I've got full confidence in me. Oh, they think I'm marvellous. Oh, 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 I'm going to carry on forever. I'm exaggerating the last bit. But the full confidence is a word that she used. Oh, no, they haven't. They've got no confidence in you whatsoever. The fact that at the moment, uh, President Xi and... His other fish to fry. Has <laughs> many other fish to fry, and Li Keqiang, the Prime Minister, um, uh, uh, are making nice with her, is completely about the fact that they haven't yet identified a replacement. And in the Chinese system, the way it works is very, very simple. She should read a book. What The way it works is absolutely predictable is you have full support of the central authorities right up to the point when you don't and they don't do middle way they don't go uh you know maybe we're thinking of firing you but you know we'll leave You're that to another day they don't do that <laughs> they as soon as they say we've got some doubts that's bye bye yeah, and, so, al and, and also if somebody if somebody appoints somebody to a position of power, they're not going to say anything negative because that makes you look like a fool for casting them wrongly. Exactly. So that's right. So that nobody made a mistake by appointing her in the first place. That's very very clear, because the the Communist Party of China doesn't make mistakes. That's an established fact. I challenge anybody to contradict that. So they never made a mistake in appointing her. And when she goes, remember, the last two got kicked out. There was Lan Chongying, who had pressing family issues to deal with. Actually, in his case, that might have been true. <laughs> there was Tung Chihua, who discovered a, a, a mysterious illness when he had to go, and, and yet seems to be quite well enough to pop up endlessly, going, everything on the mainland is good. Everything on the mainland is good. Can I just repeat? Everything on the mainland is good. Um, he's he's the ambassador for everything on the mainland is good. He's very good at it, and, and he, he's, he, he can do it in two languages quite fluently. So, you know, Carrie Lam goes up there for another... This was a duty visit, as it's a routine duty visit. I love the way they, they, they describe these things. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, there is no, no cause for alarm, madam. Um, and, you know... She, as I say, as soon as they've actually found out who it is they want to replace her with, bye-bye, Carrie. You put money on that. I will put as much money as you like on that. It's a bet that's going to be very hard to lose. Shall we do one more very quickie? A coda. I, a coda. Well, I mean, I know we shouldn't do this, so of course we will. But we now know that um, TVB is in deep doo-doo. Oh, what's the story? Yeah, bring it on. So they've, they've, they've cut 10% of their staff. And uh, they've told everybody, which, so see you, see you, which happens to be true, that, that they're hitting a hard time. But, I mean, partly this is to do with the fact that there is, overall, in, in the traditional media, there's a very big um, <coughs> reduction in, in usage. I mean, people, the average person under, I would say, 30, simply doesn't watch... Um, traditional broadcast media anymore but they may catch a clip or so out of some social media feed or other so the fact of the matter is that tvb is in deep doo-doo and they're in even deeper doo-doo because of their slavish um support for the communist party which even has lost them advertisers i mean you would have thought that in days gone by that would have meant that more people would be clamoring to advertise in a, in a party recognized station sure. but you know they've they've lost people like pizza hut and pokari the drinks company so you know 
it's it, it's becoming quite clear that actually advertising on TVB can be a liability. So so people are especially leaving now. There's that blue and yellow. Yeah, there's that blue and yellow divide, and that ain't yeah. going nowhere in terms of going away. And the problem that TVB has is the majority of people in Hong Kong are on the yellow side. So advertisers take note of that. But I mean, what 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 this does tell you is is that when you've got virtually a monopoly TV station in terms of terrestrial broadcasting, because there is effectively no real competition to... Well, not no real, there is no competition mm. to TVB. You know, they get even slacker than they were to begin with. The more they become a, <coughs> a, a an echo chamber for for the uh, whatever it is that uh, the pro-China people want them to do, the more they'll lose credibility. And now the people who pay, as ever, are the poor old ground troops. I don't know where those cutbacks are occurring... I suspect, incidentally, that they're not occurring in the news department because that's been cut to the bone as it is. Really? Yes, I mean, there's, it, 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 well, I mean, particularly with the protests, I mean, some of those people who work for TVB are working just phenomenal hours because that's all they've got. So I feel very sorry for the ground troops, but hey, they're to blame.